It's 8 a.m. You're live. We did it. We started on time. <laughs> Holy shit. Incredible. All I got to make sure is I don't look at the YouTube video because it's at a different rate. Pop out chat. Now I can see what all the peoples are saying. Dallin There's Pepper. Little... Oh, that's cool. He's been uh, on the show now for two minutes. We, and we haven't greeted him because we like to keep it all awkward until it's live. Thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, hey, of course. I'm excited to be here. Um, have you ever met Brian Friend? I know I've never met you. Yes, I have met Brian a couple times, I believe. Hey, Katie, it's a little early for s- smart talk, all right? Wait, a guest showed up. Yesterday, our guest didn't show up, Dallin. Oh, Se- in 117 shows, that's the second time that happened. Yeah, Robert Guerrero didn't show up. That He's he's fighting on the Manny Pacquiao card this weekend. I don't know if you're a boxing fan or not, but I'm really glad you showed up. To get two in a row that didn't show up would be brutal. We'd have to pack up. <laughs> Turn it over to the CrossFit podcast or whatever's going on. It's pretty... Um, don't mention them again, please. Um, it's pretty <laughs> remarkable the transformation you've gone in in, in in four or five years. Yeah. Lots bigger, um, grown a lot in a lot of different ways. So, how old are you right now? I'm 19. And um, do you remember when you first made your very first Instagram post? I usually have that um, information at my fingertips. Yes, yeah, so I actually started a separate Instagram when I started CrossFit uh-huh. because I didn't want the kids at school to make fun of me. Uh, oh, but I, I do remember the first one, yeah. Oh, I like that. Tell me about that. How old were you and like, wh- why would they make fun of you? This is good. We're already getting good. Been, so I was like big into baseball and football mm-hmm. and I would have been 13 or 14 probably when I made the first post on like my CrossFit Instagram, which is the only one I use now. Uh-huh. Um, but like just a fitness account, I just, all the kids already made fun of me for eating vegetables and working out all the time. I'm sure they thought it was cool, but I was still self-conscious about it and wasn't confident sure. in that. And sure. uh, so I made a separate account and then I started posting CrossFit stuff there. Yeah. So so basically they would just, it, it wouldn't be like mean making fun, but they'd no. be like, oh, Dallin thinks he's buff or yeah. look at Dallin, got a new PR. Or they'd be right, here you are just trying to be low key and just document your journey and they would just be taking the piss out of you. Yeah, it's like, oh man, Any, anytime I'd walk into any room, it's like, oh, Mr. CrossFit, like. All that, and then like once I started going to the games and stuff, like I, I had more confidence in myself to know that they did think it was cool. They were just giving me a hard time, liked me and wanted to be my. So, right. That's how. Like that's the stage I'm in with Brian. I make fun of him, but it's really <laughs> I just like him, and I'm just having trouble expressing. Him. Yeah, of course. I think he's pretty cool. It um, is. It is a an interesting thing in the in in a high school setting though. There's a few teenage girls that train at our gym regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, came to the gym the other day and she goes, I think that a uh, CrossFit champion is in my high school class. I think you're right. It was Nate Ackerman. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, just like this. She's like, it's so weird. I never thought of him as a CrossFit kid, but now everyone's calling him the CrossFit kid. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Uh, who's Nate Ackerman? You know who that is, Dallin? 
Yeah, he won the 16-17 division. He beat my athlete by one spot. So. Oh, damn. Yeah. But you'll show him. Yeah, for sure. You'll, you'll make it to the games before him. Yeah. Um, how did you find CrossFit? Why did you start doing it? Um, so, like I said, I was playing baseball, football, basketball, basically any sport. And my parents, my dad started at a gym with my uncle. Um, it was like 30 minutes away. And so basically too far to make sure that kids could can you guys hear me yeah 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 okay uh, make sure the kids like could get ready for school and all that so my mom couldn't go i got some gym equipment for the garage and they're like hey you should start working out it'll make you stronger for all these other sports and i was like no that sounds pretty stupid i'm not going to work out for fun i'm just going to keep doing my thing going to practice and all that and then i saw the 2015 crossfit games and i saw there was a, that was the first year they had a teenage division and watched Angelo and Nick Palladino and all those guys. Um, and I immediately said, I want to do that. And the day after the games ended, I started training. Oh, why, why, were you, where, why were you watching the CrossFit games in 2015? Did your dad have it on TV or something? Yeah, so my dad had gotten into CrossFit and he watched the Froning film. And he's like, hey, you should watch this. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And then he just had the games on one day. I think, it was, I think that year was ESPN, I could be wrong. Uh, but then he's like, you got to watch this. There's this teenage division. They're all just a little bit older than you. And then I just fell in love with the idea of competing and, like, watching the Froning uh, documentary and how, like, I mean, the celebrations and, like, how hard it is to become the greatest. I just love that idea. How much do you think it had to do with the fact that you saw something that your dad liked and you wanted to do something to make your dad happy? You're like, okay, these people are doing this, and my dad likes it, so if I do this, my, da- my dad will like me more. Um, not, in a ba- not in a bad yeah, way, no, by no, way. No. I'm not saying that like you're st- – in, in a natural way. I'm not saying like yeah. you're starved for your dad to unlock you and take you out of the basement. No, yeah. no. <laughs> um, I think with like other sports, because that's what my dad did growing up, I found more of that probably when I was younger. I was like, oh, my dad really likes this. Like, my dad coached me through baseball basically my whole childhood. Um, he was a big football player too so like all of that stuff played into it but then um, more like spending time with him in, out in the garage that like I wanted to do so and, and then uh, and, and was it just just a trajectory straight up from there like you're like holy shit this is dope and you just haven't looked back you're, how old are you now you're 19 yeah so it's been just four years of CrossFit well, it's about six, six five or six now um, yeah okay but Math when I first, is better than mine. <laughs> when I first started, it was like random workouts. I didn't know anything about programming or anything. I could see something on Instagram or I'd make up my own, and I probably didn't even do all the reps every time. And then I played football that fall, and then I actually started at a gym January 2016. So that was, the, that was when I really got into it. So. And by gym, you mean a local affiliate? Yep. And, which, and what was the name of that gym? Spanish Fort CrossFit. And you're still there? I'm there. I'm at there. That gym and Nebo CrossFit. And they're like three minutes apart. So. And what, what city, state is that? Spanish Fork, Utah. And Nebo's in Salem, Utah. So. Are, are, and you're Mormon. I am. And, you got, and you're married. Sure am. Damn, you're checking all the boxes. Utah, <laughs> married, Mormon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Dude, you, do you know how easy you're going to make it on Heber and Mars if you start really doing good at the games? Because I think they might live in Utah also. Yeah, they're like an hour away. Yeah. Imagine if you could just win the games, knock Maderos out, and just become the new guy. They could just fucking just think of how much more time they could spend with their family and their kids only driving down an hour. Yeah, just come down. Except I'm moving. Oh, you? where are you going? I'm moving to Florida. For training? Yep. So I don't know, you, you talked to Phil Toon, right? I did speak to him. I really enjoyed so speaking to him too. My coach, Matt Torres, lives down in Naples. And me, Emma Carey, Phil Toon, Paul oh. Grishaber, James Sprague, and one of my buddies, Ethan Tate, we're all moving down there. <clears throat> wow. Emma's going to be outnumbered. Yeah, but she's pumped for it. She doesn't, she doesn't want, she's, like my coach asked her, like, do you think we should get like another like older veteran female to come down? And she's like, this might be a dumb question, but like, why? She has like no desire to train with any of her competitors at all. And I kind of feel similar, but with the atmosphere and relationship I have with these guys, it's very different. So I'm not too worried about it. I think I just started filming Matt Torres. Uh, filming? Did I say filming? Following. That's that's your coach. Yep. Yes, he's with brute strength. He's been, I would consider him like a, a branch of brute's pro strengths for a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how old's your dad, Dallin? Oh man, is his oh, name Joe? By the way, yeah, is he on there? Is he commenting already? He's downstairs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Joe Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just looked up and saw it. No, yeah, James, like, Joe Pepper. James has James has weighed in already as well. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I think my dad's like 44. I could be wrong, and he'll let you know in two seconds on the call. That's crazy that your dad's younger than me. That's bizarre. <laughs> he must have been absent the day they taught about contraception. Uh, Camila Jaskowska, uh, great black and white profile picture. She gave us 25 PLN. I'm sure that's probably some electronic currency. Um, Oh, she really liked that my kids went to a jiu-jitsu tournament. That's cool. And then some guy named Serginho, Serginho gave us 10 British pounds. Another great guest. I'm assuming he means you, Dallin. You're from the right. guy about – and then I don't understand the rest of it. From the guy about <clears throat> – Actually, it's, a, actually it's a, a decent question for Dallin here. Uh, this guy, he's curious in general about whether uh, athletes, when they're really young, like maybe 10 to – 14, 15 years old, who are more likely to burn out but reach the early 20s than someone who might have a more of a background in sports and start training cross it more specifically a little bit later on? I think it depends on how you approach it and like your mentality as a teenager and a young kid. Uh, it's definitely different than most kids my age. But short answer, no, I think you can do it. But keep playing other sports and you can still train hard in CrossFit. I ended up playing baseball and football. I played baseball my junior year of high school and football my senior year just to like I just wanted something a little different and that was like my one chance to do it so I just jumped on it um, but I think kids can definitely train uh, CrossFit hard but continue to play other sports what is burnout it's a great question I mean he, he is and I don't know all of the specifics you know but some of the like uh, Nick Palladino who just didn't want to invest everything training anymore and wanted to have a little bit more balance in his life and 
I don't know what George Sterner is doing now, but that was another guy that he brought up who was obviously very good. Didn't compete last year. Maybe he will this year. I don't know. Just yeah. people who want to pursue other things in addition to or instead of they like age, age out or you know move out of their house. Yeah, so one thing, yeah, I thought about this a lot. Uh, one thing I see is obviously the females are making a much faster transition into the individual division. And we have seen a couple male athletes that were great as teenagers. And even George had a couple of years with the individuals. Um, it's taking longer and you see some of them just kind of falling off and just ditching the sport. I think one thing is like the stress of like financials. Like you can't have another job if you want to make it to the CrossFit games. And if you want to win the CrossFit games, especially, um, and that's, I'm sure that was all of their goal at one point. Um, and luckily like I signed with Cooper, he's Daniel, Brandon, Josh, their agent. Um, and he's put me in a spot where I can continue to compete without that stress of financials, um, any of that type of stuff. And I think that would have something to do with some of those guys. You're 19. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like an adult? Yeah, I've always felt like an adult since I was like 14. Wow. <laughs> what? What? How, how did that happen? Like, why did you feel like an adult at 14? Well, not like feel like an adult in a bad way or anything, but the way I viewed life and stuff. My dad always calls me an old soul. Um, when we'd go to big family parties, like I'd hang out with my cousin some, but I just wanted to hang out with my dad really. Um, I don't know. I've just always been that way. Yeah, that's a trip. I, I I was thinking about that today. Like, what what do I do that make? I guess until I I didn't feel like really like an adult until like maybe I was in my forties. <laughs> Definitely when I had a kid, I was like, oh shit, I better pay these bills on time. And like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I still don't know what I'm doing. I'm just faking it, and I think that's how everyone is. But yeah, 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 of course. But I just, I'm just impressed. Like you're married, you are moving out to a training camp is i assume your wife's going with you to florida yep. Yep. is she is that like um do you guys talk about that how does that come up in conversation yeah, so, no she's she's awesome she actually has basically changed all of her life plans with school and everything to make this happen so she got into a really competitive radiology program um right when we were talking about going to florida like when my coach called me about it and she said no to that and changed her whole degree. And now she's actually uh, nutrition certified and doing nutrition coaching for all of my athletes and clients that I coach through pepper programs. So dang. And how old is she? She's 20. Oh, okay. So, wow. I'm, I'm just so impressed. And, um, her parents don't hate you for ch- changing her course and direction and what she was doing. They're like, Oh Jesus guys trouble. I think her family, like, at first, like, because their family, like, her sister's in nursing school right now, and so, like, that was kind of the road she was planning on, and that's what she loved, Um, but she's way more excited about this, and her family definitely was like, why would you say no, you got into this super competitive program, and, like, if we want to go to Florida, we should definitely go now, like, while we can, for sure. Um, The, the. I'm guessing that there's a lot more money in radiology, but in nutrition, there's a lot more um, actual benefit that you're actually helping people. Yeah. Radiology, I mean, man, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but you're you're really just part of the problem. You're just part of the the, the escort team escorting people to the grave for the most part. Yeah. I know five percent of the people who use the hospital really need it, like they got a broken bone or something. Mm-hmm. But the other ninety five percent, they 
they needed a nutritionist and they didn't have one and now they need a radiologist and for the most part she would be working with broken bones but she always said like her whole goal in life is just to help people and yeah what what better way to do that than through helping people eat better when did you realize you were strong so you start crossfit at like 13 14 when when do you realize that you're like oh shit i'm i'm actually pretty good at this um it kind of happened slowly, I think. Uh, there wasn't ever really a time. My first Open was 2016. I'd seriously done CrossFit for three-ish months, and I took 112th or something in the Open. Um, and I was 14, and I was like, okay, if I continue on this trajectory, I should be able to make it uh, if I just give everything. So I just trained as hard as I could every single day. And then when I took fifth in the Open the next year, that's when I realized, like, oh, you have a shot to win the games for sure. And that's kind of the process that it took. So, um, Some guy just said Joe sounds like a good dude. Uh, Stuntman Mike, thanks for the five bucks. But Joe's his dad. We have no idea if he's a good dude. The guest is Dallin <laughs> Pepper, and we know he's a good dude. But if you guys want to give money because he's got a good dad, I mean, that's cool too. Um, what's your mom's name? Her name's Jana. Jana and Joe Pepper. And, and do you have siblings? I do. I have four younger siblings. Oh, sh- wow. Yeah. So you're blazing the trail. And, and what are they? Are they boys, girls? Uh, it's two boys and then two girls at the end. No twins? twins? No twins. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom had five kids. Sure did. She's a trooper. Dude, that's hardcore. Do you have any older cousins or are you like the oldest of them? Um... On my mom's side, I have two older cousins. Um, they're like four and six years older than me or something. And then oh, wow. on my dad's side, two older, and then there's like four boys my age. And it's cool because it's like four boys my age, and then four boys my brother's age, four more boys my other brother's age. And they're all within a year, all of us. Oh, wow. So you guys have... Like the kids uh, our age, yeah. Family get-togethers, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, Absolutely. When you started CrossFit, did you have, like, armpit hair? Had you started going through puberty? <laughs> I think so. I think I had some armpit hair. I'd be, I'd be curious. I mean, what a, what a cool thing to be doing as you go through puberty, as your hormones kick up. Well, that's people are like, how are you so big? It's like, well, I've been going through puberty and spending six hours a day in the gym and eating as much as I can. Yeah. So. And, and and do you feel um, are you a slow mature or, or a fast mature? Do you think you have a lot of years left of maturing, or do you feel like you're pretty far through puberty? Or like, because for me, it felt like it didn't stop till I was in my twenties. Felt like it started when I was fifteen and didn't stop till I was in my twenties. Yeah, I mean, I grew faster than a lot of kids. Like, I don't. Okay. I'm not going to get any taller or anything, but I definitely will still grow into my body. And like, people have like old man strength, and they're not even old. They're like twenty five, and like with the squat and a deadlift, like all those guys can lift way more than me in those lists and i think that's just a matter of time so um, can you go hair on your face do you shave yeah i do but, but it's not still, very it's, but, it's still patchy like it gets long but there's little patches not very often yeah i mean even even, even look at medeiros when's the last time you had a pimple do you have any pimples did you get pimples oh, yeah. yeah i still have them you still get pimples yeah. yeah man holy shit 19 can you remember what it's like to be 19 brian i can Yep. And did you have good eating habits and sleeping habits and training habits? At, uh, uh, two years prior to that, no. But by the time I was 19, I did. Yeah. Straight and narrow at that time playing collegiate soccer. And I was just trying to 
you know, I wasn't anything great, but I was trying to be as well conditioned as I could to do, to perform well in that sport. Did, did you ever swerve off the path, Dallin? Like, did you, have you been to rehab or have you ever been to jail or? No. No? I'm like straight as bored, basically. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> like, like you th- have you never thrown an egg at like onto a highway, like a highway full of cars oh. driving by or something? When I was like with my baseball team, we'd throw water balloons and stuff at cars. For sure. Ah, water balloons. Yeah. One kid grabbed like a dog toy and he threw it way too hard and it made a very loud noise and we ran as fast as we could. Ah, the old ru- the old running. <laughs> Joe, did you know this that you had a son who was a delinquent? Okay, so. <laughs> How, how tall did you say you were? I'm six foot. Do you have any? And how much do you weigh? I'm about two twenty right now. I competed at like two fifteen. And um, when did you start? Um, did you ever eat poorly? Do you still eat poorly? Like a lot of these guys, like I, I, it's a little harsh to say that they eat poorly, but especially the younger athletes, you know, um, Rich, Matt, specifically, you know, they they could. In their younger days, they could eat more of what they want, and as they get older, they would and they would say that. And then as they get older, you see, okay, they're they're tightening down their diet. And I'm just wondering if the new generation is like seeing what they're doing, the older guys are doing, and t- starting to tighten down their diet a little ahead of time. I mean, I eat pretty clean, but for the most part, it's like calories in. Um, around training, I'll eat fruit snacks, applesauce, Powerade, and I know you hate their refined sugars or whatever, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, other than that, I eat pretty clean in season. And and basically, and how many times a day are you working out? I usually have two sessions. Okay. And you're just, and are you just sweaty all the time? Yeah, it's gross. It's pretty cool, actually. Don't worry, you'll get used to it. It actually gets better. As you get older, it's good. It makes you realize you're alive. I didn't like sweating when I was 19 either. Oh, I mean, I, I don't mind it, but it's like puddles, like. I know Rich says, like, Rich talks about how much he sweats, but I think I could give him a run for his money. So, like, if you're on the rower and you were to row 10,000 calories, is there, like, just a serious, like... calories? Sorry, (laughs) sorry. Thank you, Brian, for listening. And you rowed 10,000 meters. Would there be, like, enough water under there, like, a small fish could swim in it? Absolutely. Because that's... Yeah, that's how it is for Rich, too. It's crazy. You know, the next time we talk, say he did 10,000 calories. (laughs) (laughs) oh colton colton my mom was so excited that we had him on again okay let's uh i want to dig into this year uh dallin and talk about uh what what happened um are you devastated are you okay with it tell me about the process walk us through and don't try to hide anything because brian's here and like he'll uh (laughs) He'll call you on it. So start, let's start with the Open. So you, you entered the Open. How do you do? And t- tell me about this journey, if you don't mind. Um, the Open. And if you are going to cry, Brian can tell the story. So just like, <laughs> just go, you go, Brian, you go. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Um, yeah, so like about a year ago, I decided I was going to qualify for the CrossFit Games this year. That was my mindset going into things. The Open went pretty well. It was by far my best finish. Uh, I did bomb one workout, well, two workouts, the last one. But it wasn't a big deal because I wasn't focused on it. Just did every workout once. Uh, I finished right around 100, I think. And that's that was my goal going into it. So I was pretty happy with that. One so 2000. Finished one place ahead of um, Travis Mayer. 
Oh, perfect. Exactly. Oh, I hate you, Dallin. I hate you. <laughs> so, um, so, and at least we got Travis's name in the show. So, 2021 Open. You're you were were you 18 or 19 at the time? 19. You're 19 years old, and you finish a hundredth place 90. in the world 95th in the Worldwide CrossFit Open, beating the legend Travis Mayer. Okay. <laughs> good start. It's a good start. Yeah. Then I mean, we started the quarterfinals kind of wanted to make a statement there so I could get into the final heat of whatever semifinal. Um, attacked that. They were great workouts, really good for me. Um, especially proud of like a handstand push-up workout. I did pretty well on that one. Um, I need to get stronger front squatting, obviously. It's pretty crazy. I hit like right under my one rep max for four reps and I still got like 580th or something. Um, 481. Yeah, 481. Uh, this is not this is not yeah. uncommon. Like his total number of points in the quarterfinals was 590, and 481 of them came from the four rep max front squat, which is why I've always said that that four rep max front squat. I'd rather see a test like that at the next level when there's a smaller competition field, bigger field of thousands of competitors. It's just you know yeah you might not be as good at that as other things but you're punished really really severely for it. Obviously he still did well enough to advance, but just in general. These things. What did you lift for your four rep front squat? Is it like three fifty-seven or fifty-two? Three fifty-two. Yeah. Okay. So, and then how did you do in the quarterfinals? I think I got like thirty-second or something. Thirty-first, two around. spots ahead of Phil Toon, four spots ahead of Jason Hopper, and well behind Travis Mayer, who was first overall. Good job, Travis. That away. <laughs> teach him. For, teach Dallin for coming at you. Okay, so that that, that that's that's good. You um you did good. And and how did you do in the um quarterfinals, Brian? I was the last place north in North America. Men who participated. And and what place was that? <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. This is fun. I was striving to to try to um failed. I failed to hit any snatches at 185. It's 4,032nd place. And he took 32nd? And Dallin took 32nd? 31st or 32nd, yeah. So he yeah. beat you only by 4,000 places. That's pretty good. <clears throat> Mike, Mike, uh, Mike ba, ba, Baglio. Mike Baglio. If Dallin made the games this year, I think he finishes top 10. There were some events that would have been great for him. True or false, Brian? Top 10? Yeah. Noah Olson was tenth. Um, I think Dallin. I think Dallin could have made the cuts in this field. Um, Stop, it's, it's, it's hard. It's it's hard to say. There's so many yeah, things that could happen. I wasn't on. there. I need to. I need to prove it. But oh, don't let him off the hook, Dallin. Don't like. <laughs> Don't let Brian off the hook. He, the pressure is good for him. To clarify my comment, Semon, I, co- comment, Semon, I also have a son, and if a boy likes hanging out with his dad, his dad must be doing something right with his son. Father's involvement in son's life is paramount. Yeah, Joe's probably screwing it up, though, by coming in the comments. He, he, Dallin probably loved hanging out with him until, until this video. Now, now, Joe's, Joe's, <laughs> now Joe's in the doghouse. Okay, so are you, are you happy with your placement in the quarterfinals? Yeah, I was stoked with it. It was really good. It was exactly what I was hoping for. Got me into the final heat. Um, 
Yeah. And, and were you kind of like, yeah, I beat Hopper. Fuck that dude. Well, no one knew who he was. Oh, right. Okay, good point. See that, Jason? No one knew who you were till we, till we made you famous. <laughs> okay. So then you go to... Oh, well, I didn't know who he was. Okay. <laughs> I hear there's some crazy sounds in the back. Is your... Um, does someone have a fan on or... I'm going to mute mine. Tell me if it changes it. No, it's it's. I think it's down. Uh, you have a fan, and Dallin has a um, like it sounds like the Star Trek Enterprise is trying to beam him up. Like they've locked <laughs> onto his. It's okay. It's okay. People have gotten used to it on this show. Um. So so from there, so then you do your the semifinals, mm-hmm. and let's talk about that as I pull up your semifinals. Where did you go? Where did you do your semifinals? The West Coast. That was a live one? Yep. Was that your first choice? Yeah. Close to home? Mm-hmm. Easy trip? Like yeah. Four or five hours. Man, especially this year. If you could drive, drive, I would take that option every time. And had you done, um, one, how many live competitions had you done before, before this one? I competed at the games three times, Swatapalooza twice, and Granite Games once, and then like okay. some other little ones. But so this, so this was your nerves were just normal nerves. It wasn't like holy shit, this is the first time I'm well, doing this. Uh, Down, tell me if I'm wrong about this. Were all of those as a teenager, like in the teenage yes. division? So this five competition against the elite field. The end. Yeah. I mean, the nerves were obviously there. If you're not a nervous wreck, then you don't care enough. Um, but it wasn't because I was in a live competition. I love being on that floor. And honestly, one of my strengths is being on a floor and uh, like floor awareness, knowing where my competitors are, knowing myself. Um, I feel very confident in my abilities to do that. And you made quite a statement on the, on the, in the first three workouts, a second, a 16th, and a fourth. You're missing Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, holy cow. Yeah, and were the first two workouts on the first day, and that was it, second and second? Yeah. So you, after day one, you were in first place. I was, yeah. Yeah, I think I, 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 think I remember Brian and I talking about that. And, and in your field above you, you, that means you were beating Cole Sager, Noah Olson, Sean Sweeney, Will Morad. I mean, you had some... some Spencer Panchik. I mean, you had some... Oh, man, the Panchik brothers must hate you. <laughs> I mean, you had, some, uh, you had some heavy hitters. Were you surprised that you did so well, or were you like, nope, this is me, this is what I'm going to do? Um, with, the, like, the snatch ladder was the first event. I knew I would be second. Um, I wasn't going to even try and chase Tola. That would be stupid. Uh, but I knew I was better at snatching than everyone else there, so that one was good. I did surprise myself on the second workout with the thruster leg was ripped Okay, can you tell me why? Because I... I heard you talk about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so just tell us, tell us what, it, what that um, was like for you. So, like, all season, just everyone deals with, like, just mental battles in their head. And, like, one of mine this year was, oh, you're too tall. You're too tall. All this stuff. And it's a bunch of garbage. Uh, but to have, I mean... I'm just going to say Noah's name because that's the first one that comes to my head. But to beat Noah, who's shorter and a shorter guy workout with.
I do like I belong out there. That kind of He turned into a robot. Did you get that? I did. Brian. What so 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 you had that in your head that you were too tall? You were like, shit, I'm too tall, I'm too tall, I'm too tall? Or you had it in your head like, fuck uh, it, I'm going to prove it on this one that I'm not too tall and you guys can all eat it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like, mean, I know, I know, the, I know the kind Mormon side of you doesn't talk like that. Sorry to – that was the Armenian no, paraphrase version. <laughs> no, <laughs> like uh, it, it didn't really affect me because I just like walked it out and I was like, that doesn't matter. Um, the best is going to be the best no matter what their size um, but that was where I could prove it for sure. This, um, this, I have this thing next to my, um, computer and it's supposed to allow me to make phone calls. Hey. Oh, it's weird. Are you on the podcast right now? I'm trying to call Matt Souza. Can you guys hear him? Yes. Oh, you guys can't? Cause I can't hear him. We can hear him. Oh. Ask him when we're going to get Laura Horvath on. Matt Sousa is the producer of the show. What's he saying? Will you ask him that? I can't hear him. Can you guys hear him on YouTube? I just saw that he popped up in the comments, and it's like, Jesus, dude, get get Laura Horvath on already. Can you hear me? I I can hear you, yeah. Am I on the podcast or not? Yeah, you're... you're... Yes. <laughs> it's really... There's seven. I just called him real quick. Sousa, are we getting Laura Horvath on or what? Yeah, I messaged her uh, twice, and somebody reached out to Brian. And uh, so you message and, uh, her twice, and she reaches out twice. to Brian. No, 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 no. no. Oh, Matt, that's her brother. I was just talking to her brother. I got again, and I still haven't heard nothing back. All right. Either way, let's get this fixed. Come on, buddy. Stop listening to the show. I know it's great. And uh, get Laura Horvath on. Thank you. Bye. Okay, well, that was fun. Sorry to interrupt, Down. I just saw the guy pop up in the comments. He needs to be slapped around a little bit. He's, he's enjoying the show. So, so do, at that point, is, any, is it creeping in? Like, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to the games. Holy shit, this is going to happen. No. Um, I knew, obviously, like, I knew the run wouldn't be as I was expecting to do a little bit better. We can talk about that. And then I knew the handstand push-up workout. Uh, would be a bit of a struggle, so I knew like nothing had changed. It was only two events, and we had five more. So. <clears throat> Is your dad at that event? Are your mom and dad there? I had like fifty people there. Oh, that's sweet. It was cool. And 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 what's your wife's name? Corinne. Corinne. And so she's there. Yep. And does she know how to handle you like to a T? Um, we definitely learned some things. Like she knows how to handle me at home and training but like in competition i basically do not talk at all um so that was a bit of a learning for her because i was like the first competition where she was in charge of anything because before it was my mom was always taking care of my food and all that um but she took she took care of all the food and just hanging out just being quiet uh she definitely learned from that and we both did uh but it didn't affect competition in any way. No. So basically, and I guess it, it, Corinne's not in a um, unique place. It's a lot of people. She basically has to learn that everything at the, nothing at the competition is personal. Yeah. At that point, it has nothing to do with her, nothing to do with your mom, whether you're talking to her or not talking to her. It's nothing she did. Like, you're just doing you. Yeah, and she's got that figured out. Like, that was just, like, day one, basically, and then she figured it out, so crazy that uh, uh, 
someone could figure that out at 20. I think most um, men and women who would be in relationships would not be able to figure that out. They would screw it all up. So you're lucky. Did you? Were you concerned at all that she might screw it up? No. No. I'm out there doing my thing. She knows, like, her roles while I'm competing, and she does an amazing job at it. Um, you met her in high school? Yeah. We were... We all had, like, the same friend group, hung out all the time, and then I took her to her senior prom, and then we just started dating after that. And so how long were you guys, did you know her before you got married? Oh, like three years. Wow, that's so impressive. Brian, are you married? Nope. Do you have a girlfriend? Uh, d- her senior prom was not the same as yours, Dylan. Sorry, I got confused on who we were talking to. <laughs> Dallin, back to you. No, she, uh, is, she is a year older than me. So. And then for she you. Asked you. Go ahead. Going to uh, regionals instead? Well, no, we, <laughs> we had COVID. Oh, that was your oh, senior I, year? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I wasn't complaining too much. I was, I was ready it allowed to you train. to just focus on your training. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably was like. Nothing Great for you. A whole lot. I never was at school much my senior year, anyway. So you get to this third workout, and um, it's it's uh, what was that? Oh, the ruck run. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Thirty six minutes of working out. My God, that's a lot. For like a tenth place, that's what I wanted to keep all my events at, and I went out a little too hot because I'd been working really hard on my running. I was like, all right, I want to stay with this first group, and I was dumb. So I learned from that. <laughs> And how heavy was the ruck? It was 30, 40, 50, 60, I believe, or 20, 40, 50, 60. It was like every 1,500 meters it went up? Yeah. Yeah, you had the and, ruck. Uh, the ruck was on the entire time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But you had to uh, add weight in the uh, term of an external load of a sandbag each on rounds two, three, and four. Yep. And uh, how was your headspace after that one? That's fine. I think that if if anything, the good thing was that you didn't have like a. Sp- the guys ahead of you were like. So, Jake Burn asked me like going out for the fourth lap, and I could tell from his like cadence and his breathing yeah. and everything. Like, all right, he's he an extra kid. Um, so Tudor was actually behind, uh, and we between each of us. I just made sure to stick between that. I didn't have to do that because there was, I mean, I knew I wasn't going to catch Jake and I just didn't want Tudor to catch me. So I tried to sit. Yeah. Cause like with the way that, the way that that event ended for James Sprague, that's <laughs> the way you don't want that event to end, which is like you're sprinting to the finish and you lose like the double negative and a long event like that. If you can just kind of accept your placement at that point and not have to stress that that last extra couple hundred Yards, I think that's always in the still middle of competition. That's a big advantage. If you have to sell out and don't get the extra points, yeah. And if I was in a group of three, like 1000%, I'd sprint to the finish and beat both the the two other guys I was with or whatever. I just happened to be in a position where I didn't have to. And then, and then, even if you were disappointed in that finish, you bounce back strong in the triple G chipper with a fourth place. Yeah, so then you got that your, would be good. And, uh, oh man. 
And then the next two events, you took a 19th and a 17th. At that point... You skipped one again. Or did we talk I about did? fourth, the fourth place one? Yeah, we can talk about it more. I just wanted to get to the bad news and hear what his dad yeah. told him. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> hear what Joe Pepper said. No, yeah, I mean, so the fourth one went well. Uh, the fifth event was actually the event I wanted to win. That was going to be my best finish all weekend. Um, I did it with Echo Bike and Sandbag. It was actually like a 165 Sandbag, and I beat Frazier's time from whatever year that was. Um, and I would have had the top time at West Coast. And, like, I just did not use a D-ball, and that's what we used, and that's on me. And we're talking about the Triple G Chipper 17? Hmm. No, He's, the... He fast-forwarded through that one. He said that one. And then he got to the regional finale 2017, which was basically a bike, some brookie box jump overs, and then a D-ball cleans to the finish, which, and I'm, we also, Alan would be, I don't know if he may win the workout, but I figured he'd have a, Yes, it looked like a great workout for him. Um, Wait, D- Dallin, you said you beat Matt Fraser's time in that. Yeah, it was like it's like low, high twos, like two fifty or something. And that's about what I got when I did it at home, which is obviously different. But yeah, I'm so confused. What workout are we looking at? What's in 2017, the, the the regional final. He was looking at Matt's time from 2017, and when he practiced that workout in training. His time was faster than Matt's 2017 time. And so he knew he had a chance to win this workout at the West Coast Classic. And I, my understanding is the bike went fine, the burpee box jump overs went fine, and the D-ball just kind of stopped him in his tracks in a way that he... Even though it was the same weight, the shape of it is what screwed you up? Thank you, Brian, by the way. Yeah, it's like with a sandbag, you can like get your hands in it, and it'll like form to your hands with a D-ball. It's just like a slick rubber ball, and I... Also on my ninth rep, I sweat a lot, and I did wear a shirt, which I never do, um, because I sweat a lot, and it actually slipped off my shoulder. I got a no rep, and it cost me six seconds, and basically my ticket to the games. Oh my goodness! Is it really that close? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure six seconds was like four or five spots. Give me, I'm looking. Dallin Pepper, three nineteen, six seconds more. Yep. It would have been at least two spots. Man, Maybe. do you think every, do you think everyone does that? D- Dallin and Brian, do you think everyone like when the event's over is just like, oh my god, if I just would have done this, I'd be going. I'm sure people like think back on it, and obviously it's a culmination of the whole weekend, uh, so you can't just pick out that one thing. Like I could have ran faster, like could have trained running more and ran faster, but yeah. I think everyone does some thinking and reflecting. Like, Vellner looks at event one at the CrossFit Games and is like, holy shit, if I would have taken six instead of 36, I'd be CrossFit no. Games champion. No, no, he doesn't do that? He's not looking at that event. He's looking at events six, seven, and eight. And he's been uh, forthright about that as much. But, yeah, everyone looks back at the weekend and, and they say, hey, man, this event, this movement, this rep some, like made this big of a difference. And I can't remember who I was listening to. Someone, a games athlete, recently talk about it's just a lot of times. Like you have, all these guys have the physical. One of them will look back at the weekend and be like, "If only I'd executed that a little bit better there, that a little bit better there." And that's that. That's that. 
that gamesmanship and that live competition that, you know, that's why I don't like the online competitions as much. And I don't like the competitions where you can repeat workouts as much. Part of the sport is the ability to show up when it's your turn and perform under pressure. And I mean, every workout, the expression of that is different, but the guys, like any games athlete or even anyone who's been close to making it to the games, well, this or a couple moments like this, they can point back to and say, I needed that to, to understand what it means to execute when Dallin, do you think it would have been better for you to go to the games and get the experience or it's better that you didn't go to the games and you have the fire burning in you like it's a great question i would have taken whatever outcome and made the absolute best of it and made sure i was ready for next year um do you think about that like mornings maybe when you don't want to go to bed or when you're on the bike and there's three seconds left and you're pushing extra hard like oh yeah like if I didn't do you, do you I was, leverage that I was not okay for like until the games were over honestly like when everyone had a clean slate I was not okay um I, I like kind of Matt like he described it after his like second second place he's like I do not want to work out I don't want to talk to anybody basically just sat in my apartment and just like thought about it for six weeks so did you did you get but you did punch the ticket for the last chance qualifier right yeah and how did that go? Uh, I thought it was going to go better than it did, honestly. Um, like, I did great on one workout. I was a little disappointed to see a deadlift, uh, knowing that's not my strength. Like, if it was something overhead, that would have been great. Uh, but I need to get better at deadlifting. And then the last two workouts, honestly, my coach and I both thought, like, some top five scores. And then I was, like, 11th and 14th or something. And so that was pretty wild. Like props to everyone, like they smashed those workouts. So, oh man, what say it? I'm looking. Oh, you took 11th in that, yeah. Like it did not go great. I mean, you're with some good people down there James Newberry, Spencer Panchik. These, I mean, there's um, a there were a lot of good, a lot of chance <laughs> qualifying. It wasn't uh, an easy competition. No. That you we're just I, I should we should never this should be the last time we review the semifinals or the last chance qualifier because this just stirs the bottom of Brian's uh muddy pond up where there's eight guys out there who would have done better at the games <laughs> than the bottom eight guys and he sees those names and he's getting all you know, we're getting him all wound up, I think. Am I right, Brian? No, but I'm working on something with regards to that to try to <laughs> explain why i feel that way to make it so even more people hate us over at the crossfit games beautiful thank you no one hates us over there i'm just joking okay so um uh, the the last chance qualifier goes and basically you say until the games are over and i like the way you explain that i'd never heard it explained like that basically you felt like the competition was still going but you had been benched and the second the games was over it was like a reset okay you're all at zero again yeah, it was like this huge relief. I don't know why uh, I was viewing it that way, but yeah, like I wanted, yeah, it was like Well, well it makes hurting. sense. And it, it makes sense too because the second Medeiros wins the games, it's over. And you guys are all tied for la first and last place again, right? It's just all, now everyone's going to enter the open and you guys are all tied again. Yep. So the dream just kind of like comes back alive. And did you did you train during this um, sort of these doldrums, or did you um, did you take a month off? 
Um, I took so I took the week off after West Coast. Well, the Monday through Thursday, and then I like started to get back into things Friday, Saturday, and then last chance qualifier workouts were the next Monday. So what two weeks after West Coast or something? Um, and then like practice some West or last chance qualifier workouts. Did the last chance qualifier. And I basically didn't work out for like six weeks. I did some testing and stuff, but uh, testing for Dave. No, sorry for my coach. <laughs> like for next season. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Craig White says his parents should have named him Sultan. <laughs> He's probably what? heard that a lot, but I like yeah. that Sultan Pep. <laughs> <sighs> uh, and so, wow. So you really and, and did that? That I wonder if that just made shit worse, just not working out. No, I I did not want to be going to the gym. You didn't. No. Um, and then and then the second the games were over, did you watch the games? I was actually there. Yeah, I was coaching an athlete. Who were you coaching? David Bradley. He's in the teenage division. And how did he do? He took second. And were you nice to him or were you an asshole to him? Just like taking out all your misplaced aggression on him? <laughs> no, no. I was I was pretty chill. You did? Did you resent him at all because he made it and you didn't? Well, no, I made the teenage division three times. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, like my won- one goal, like it just sounds won- like a great. He also won it story. three times. Yeah. No, you did team. win it three times. Yep, I'm pretty sure I'm the only team. A bunch of them have like two wins, but yeah. That's. Crazy. I think that's right. I think you're the only three-time. Yeah. Champion, because I think Kayla Stefano had won the last year. Yep. Yeah. Is that gratifying to win the teenage division? Or are you like, holy shit, this is amazing? Just stoked? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look at it, yes, it's not the individual division, but that is the top level competition of in the world of your age division. Like that's, and then you see Emma and Matt qualify individual. But like, we'll ignore that part. But yes, that's the top level competition, and I think I definitely train different than most teenagers. Um, like I was just how I viewed everything, like I said earlier. Um, so, yes, winning was very gratifying and just wanted, made me hungry for more. So. What do you mean? What's unique about your training? Well, I was, like, my buddy James Sprague, uh, he took, like, fourth and fifth. So, like, he did very well in the teenage division. And we were talking last week because we were together, and he's like, the first time I met you, I was like, man, this kid is so different. He actually cares when he goes to bed. He knows what he's eating. Uh, when he's eating after round his training, how he does workouts. And that was like his first impression of me when we hung out the first time. So, so more of that adult stuff. Yeah. Already showing symptoms of being an adult. Yeah. Cause most kids your age are probably training so that they look nice so that they can attract mates. Yeah. When they're you're not, coaching, they're not doing it for health reasons. When you're coaching David, like, is that something that you talk to him about or do you, as a teenager, it's maybe, you know, if he doesn't want to do those things, maybe how to manage his life how he wants, and you focus on the training side. Yeah, I think David, I think the teenagers are definitely taking it more serious. Like, David definitely put in the time with nutrition, sleep. He's trained his butt off. Like, he worked extremely hard and did all everything right, like recovery. Um, but I kind of let that happen naturally. Like, if he had a question, I'd answer it and give him as much detail as I could. I wasn't like ever like forcing it or like in the notes of a workout, be like, Hey, make sure you get food in right after this piece or make sure you sleep good. Just little things like that. 
Do you have to force yourself to stay down? Like if I wake up in the morning and I'm like, let's say I only slept, let's say I look at my clock and it's only been five hours. I have to like force myself to stay down because as soon as I wake up, I just want to get up. And I would yeah. figure at 19 years old, as soon as you get up, you're like, oh, life. And you just want to like jump out of bed and start living. <laughs> yeah. Like in season, I force myself to be in bed for 10 hours every night. Holy crap. Brian, do you stay in bed for 10 hours? Sometimes. Even if you're not sleeping, you're just... Dark room. I usually could could get back to sleep. Like, I have a pretty good sleeping setup with blackout curtains. Like, my body still thought it was the middle of the night, and I could almost always get back to sleep. Um, If I really couldn't get back to sleep, I'd just get back up. I'd just wake up. Do you nap? Well, not when I get ten hours of sleep. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I and and that was just a, that was just you passed that test. If you nap, then you know you're really an adult. Like I nap. <laughs> that like actually, you're past being an adult. I think I just skipped and went to old. But I can't. If I'm in bed for more than like eight hours, I start to get bed sores. Like I can't do it. Yeah, it gets annoying. Like I didn't enjoy it at all, but I know I needed it. Yeah, that's good. Do you, do you, um, you and your wife, do you guys live at, um, with your parents, or do you guys have it your own place? So we had an apartment. There's a guy at our gym who has, like, a little condo, and he was out. He owns, like, a summer sales business, and I think he was in Chicago, which is – you live there, right, Brian? I do. Yeah, so he was out there um, for the past three months, and we lived in his apartment. He rented it out to us. And then long story short, we were going to move into my grandparents' basement because they have a whole apartment. But then we decided we're moving to Florida. So we're just living with her mom for a few months before we go because she has a big upstairs that we have to ourselves. Oh, and do you like that? Do you like living there? Yeah, it's fine. Is that like in my culture, like in the Armenian culture, like I could, I could move out of my house right now and move my whole family in with my mom or my dad if I wanted yeah. to. Like, do Mormons, you can do that too? You can just... I mean, no issue, yeah. No issue. Just Especially family. Like in my family, like, there wouldn't be a problem with that. Like, when we decided we weren't going to go to my grandparents, my parents offered a room, but it just happens to be that my mother-in-law has plenty of space and my family does not, so... Yeah, I love that shit. Family's great. Because all the rest of your siblings are still at home, right? Yeah, all of them are downstairs. Oh. I'm actually, I'm at my parents' house right now, so they're all downstairs. But and uh, so and and then and when you guys move in to when you guys go to Florida, will that, will that be the first time you guys live alone together? Well, we had an apartment for three months, like the Chicago we were, thing. Um, yeah. Okay. We were alone, but it was like ten minutes from our family. So. And will you guys dr- will you guys drive to Florida? You'll take your car. Yeah, we'll take her car. We're gonna sell mine because it's piece of trash um and then we'll drive a u-haul out because we're going to take our coach rented out like a was going to rent out a full new facility we're all just bringing a ton of equipment down so do you have any pets no oh are you guys going to get a pet um my wife loves dogs and i do too but we're going to give it some time I'm just everything you say. I'm judging you severely. By the way, oh yeah, I know these aren't I'm these aren't benign these aren't benign words, questions. Oh, good, 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 good. Because if you because part of me is like, yeah, you should get a dog. It's like practicing having a kid. And the other side is like, do not get a dog. Just enjoy yeah, your time with we your chick. Kids for a very long time. So yeah, then don't get we'll a wait, dog. Wait a bit to get a dog, and then wait even longer for kids. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a both of them are. Um, 
overrated if you do them too young. But but yeah. I highly recommend kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah and sure. I wonder I wonder if you'll do you oh man, your parents must be so excited for you to have grandkids too. Um do you think you'll have a lot of kids? You think you'll have four or five kids like your parents? Well like the little bit we've talked about it, it's like three. You'll, mean, you'll, you'll I, have three I sets know, of yeah. twins for three six. Sets of twins. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I yeah, I would love it if I I would love to get my wife pregnant again and she had triplets. <laughs> I hope she doesn't make it this far in the podcast. <laughs> Down. Um, go ahead, go ahead, Brian. You compete at the games as a teenager. Is there a mm-hmm. camaraderie there that exists, or is it mostly like a competitive atmosphere? Um, the females, the female teenage athletes do not talk to each other. And I've kind of heard the same about the individual, um, like just RBF, like don't talk to each other. Um, the, the dudes, like we have a lot of fun, but also like I play head games with people and like, it's definitely competitive, but we have a good time. What's RBF? Resting bitch face. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thank you. You competed there. There was this guy, Amir. Amir Fahmi, yeah. And whatever happened to that guy? Do you know? Honestly, he was he was no the idea. he was the only guy all three years you won came to really threatening you in the teenage division, yeah. and I was curious why he never came back. Um, like one day, like we all had like a big group message on Instagram, and like one day his account just like disappeared, and then two years later it was there, and I messaged him for a second, and he like got into like kickboxing or something. Oh, that's cool. And he, like he trained with uh, Jamie Green, I think, and he only trained like a month before second at the games. Wow, man, just uh, an athletic kid. Yeah. Where was he from? Was he from Dubai? Mm-hmm. Okay, and is she? She's not in Dubai anymore, is she? They're in the UK now. So tell me about this whole Florida thing. So you're going down there. Matt Torres is your coach. Your agent is the Cooper guy. That's the Daniel Brandon guy um, and the Josh Bridges guy. And uh, and, and, and it's, a, it's a brand new training camp. Like this camp has never existed before. Um, we've all trained together. Like we went down there last December um, and trained together. But no one's no one with brute has really like moved with their coach at all. So explain the brute thing to me again. Brute strength is it, I thought it's Matt Torres. Matt Torres works for brute strength. Yeah, and then he has like some athletes that technically aren't part of brute strength. I think. Um, but there's like Nick Fowler. He actually split from Max L. Hodge. Uh, they were okay. They both did OPEX like a long time ago or something. Ah. They, they split because El Hodge was in Salt Lake with Nick Fowler, and then a bunch of people created Brute. I met my coach at his first Brute camp when I went as an athlete for the first time, and then from there we just started working together. So, help me if I'm thinking about this right. So there's like, there's like OPEX. There's like the Mayhem Empire. There's Training Think Tank. There's Brute Strength. They're all basically roughly saying a, a style of training or a training regiment or a nutrition re- a lifestyle regiment and then you belong to this one that's called brute and torres is a is a, one of the coaches there yes yeah so naples florida brute strength training so it'll be like the 
out and where training similar. Oh, that's cool. Brian, do you hear all those sounds I'm um, coming in and out? You do? Okay. Just checking. <laughs> Just checking. I hope it's torturing you as bad as it's torturing me. Dallin, when you were, when you were, was it a difficult decision to hire an agent? What was the process like to make that decision? After the 2019 game, I see. We have to do that whole thing again. Mm-hmm. Take two, Dallin. Try that again. Dallin, do you think maybe you could, um, I don't know, throw your computer in a bucket of water? <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this computer? Oh, my God. Dude, I promise you in the room next door to you, someone's in an electric chair getting killed right now. Like We can hear it. Oh, man. Tell your dad to – your dad probably is using his, like, nipple electrocution device in the room next door. Tell him to stop doing that. Wait till the show's over. Show some restraint for crying out loud. We, I, I don't even see Dallin. I don't even see Dallin anymore another room or something you can throw yeah <laughs> will you get in the bath in the fill the bathtub up with water and get in it for the next time we do a show with you Dallin Dallin doesn't he hasn't used any swear words he has his shirt on and he has bad audio it's like hey dude if you're gonna have bad audio you gotta like take your shirt off have so use some swear words computer it's not everyone else it's not it's good. Sad. You're not. Well, we can hear you now, though. Let's just blame your dad. He's plugged. I was charging, so maybe it's just getting too hot charging. Oh yeah, it does sound a little better. Like the the fan wound down. Okay, answer that question again. What what was the question, Brian? It was a good question. What? Oh, how did you choose your agent? Why did you choose your agent? How did you make the decision to hire an agent? Like that. And I think that that's a big decision. Like Chris Cooper talks about that, right? You want to do better as a gym, but making the decision to commit to hiring someone with that, that's a big step. Uh, imagine that it's similar process to make a decision to hire an agent. And, and how does Cooper get you enough money so you don't have to work? I know that guy kind of. This podcast is kicking ass and we haven't made a fucking dime. We can't we can't get a sponsor for the life of us, which which but but these guys don't sponsor us. But I'm also gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna plug them anyway. And take my shot. Okay, go ahead. So tell us about Cooper and you and okay, plug with someone. I'll plug someone. Uh, and for the easy. Are you going to tell him? Have, you, know, you, tell you have him. to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, your job. Can anybody hear? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it when the show just takes a colossal shit. A few times. I, I feel like if this show were an airplane, a few times it has got off the ground. Um, Down, we just can't hear you anymore. You're just breaking up. Can anyone? Is that, if anyone is still listening, could you tell us in the comments? Do you guys? Can you guys hear Mr. Pepper? Because we have gone black. I can't see him, and 
It's weird. Concerned when the when the audio the video goes away. It's the audio that that makes me concerned. Yeah, we can we can tolerate not see looking at them, but to not hear them, it kind of now the show's taking a dump. Don't hear. Nah, we. Nah. Uh, I think his whole family is streaming the interview and sucking up all the bandwidth. That is a fucking brilliant. That is a brilliant idea. I love it. Nope, no audio. This show is the funniest shit. Thanks. I don't think that's good. Is that not a compliment from Steve? I don't think. These people uh, that are listening now are the best. Sion Dunphy, the best audio in the game. Barbell Club, no. Sevon, bro, you got to get me one of those Froning 11 shirts. Nope. Sorry, bro. Sorry, Steve. This is, I only have 10 of them. Uh, the comments are now going off. Dallin, what's up, man? No. (laughs) No? This is probably the question I was most excited to hear his answer to. Me too. I get excited whenever we mention agents. Nick of Time, what's funny is Hepner gets gets better service outside the strip club than any guest that there will ever be on (laughs) Wi-Fi. Oh man, uh, Dallin, can, maybe you can go to a different room or something. Walk around until your video comes back. Meanwhile, did you know that my? Did you know Friday? So my friend is fighting Half Thor. Did you know that, Brian? My friend. Well, Devin I'm, I'm putting the pictures together. Yeah, the pieces together. I didn't realize that until this morning. Yeah. So uh, yesterday, I find out that Devin Lorette's fighting Half Thor. So I immediately said, "Hey, get on the podcast. Come on." And he's coming on Friday. We get to talk to him Friday. That, what that, kind of nut job? I, I was like, they're never going to find anybody to fight Half Thor. No, and then no. next thing I know, it's my buddy Devin. I'm like, is he out of his mind? But Devin is, uh, I mean, he's 15 years older than Half Thor. But, um, How old's Half Thor? I want to say 34, and probably Devin's like 50? 49, probably 47, 45, 50. Special Forces Canada. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Canadian Special Forces, uh, a big, big, strong, powerful man. But um, should be fun. To t- yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially after we heard what BKG had to say about Half Thor. <laughs> and maybe I'll have better audio than Down. Down, you got to try to interrupt or something before we got to. Oh, oh, is this video coming back? Yeah. <laughs> There's a there's an image on the screen. Oh, and, and he's, he's gone. gone. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Oh. If it were the first time, I would be I would be nervous or embarrassed. But uh, the course, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm trying to walk around, and I switched to a hotspot, but I don't think it's working. That was nice of him to text us. Some guests just don't even show up. Um, how do I get an unbuyable CrossFit T-shirt? <laughs> the, the, the irony is, is cro- Greg had. These shirts made unbuyable, but then sold CrossFit. So, I mean, I don't really, I, I mean, you got to take it for what it's fucking worth. And, uh, and do you see Sousa's latest comment? Uh, if you guys, en- if you guys are enjoying the audio quality, please take a moment to like and subscribe. Sousa, you shouldn't be even listening to the show. Get Horvath on. Can you just put, give, send Horvath a link right now and we'll continue the show part two? That would be awesome if we did that. Okay, guys, before I check out and head off to the skate park, uh, Brian and I want to tell you a few things. Brian, you better think of something good to say. 
I'm, tomorrow I'm going on Chris Cooper's podcast. Uh, the next day I am. We'll have Sam Briggs on. The day after that we'll have Devin Lorette on, and that's all we have scheduled this week. Man, maybe we should do someone on Wednesday too. Do you guys want to get someone on Wednesday? No. Okay. There's a uh, there is a today's a very important day though. We should update everyone on this because Travis Mayer is back to training. Oh, where did you see that? He posted on Instagram. It might have been yesterday, but he. Now he's back full force, ready to get after the next season. And I feel like we, 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 it's to report that. Do you want me to see if I can call Travis Mayer? <laughs> I, yeah. Let's, let's, let's see. Travis. Answering and not training. You could hear, um, tell him my preseason rankings for next. <laughs> I hang wonder up. if I can I wonder if I can FaceTime him onto the um, podcast Let's see. <clears throat> I mean we I FaceTimed up we had people in before yeah, but I was. I'm, I'm. I'm trying something fancy now. That thing you do with Souza, where you, we could hear him, but you could not. Yeah. <laughs> I call the guy. Yeah. Everyone else answer. can hear him. <laughs> he didn't answer. He didn't answer. Oh, uh, new, new computer is here. Yes. Hopefully, um, have it all set up by this week sometime. Brian got a new computer, but it only has USB-C ports, so he wasn't able to hook up the Ethernet and the mic up to it, so he's still using his old computer, but it should be fixed in the next day or two. Call TDC. Yeah, I should call. I should. I, you know, nah, I don't want to burn too many bridges. <laughs> Thanks for the suggestion, Bruce. All right, guys. Um, thank you very much. I don't know. How do I... I'm going to try to hang up on all you guys now and and get off the live feed. Tomorrow is Wednesday. We don't have a show tomorrow. Is that true? <laughs> you're going on, uh, you said you're going around with Cooper tomorrow. And yes. I am... What's Wednesday? Actually, I'm talking to Matt Torres tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> coach. Why are you talking to him? Um, I thought you get your programming from James Hobart. I no, <laughs> just about the athletes that he works with. Just like uh, research, just like. Mm-hmm. Wow, you take this job seriously. Yep, I think there might be an uh, an athlete who he's working with that even Dallin might might not know about yet. Can you tell us who? I don't know who it is. That's how I might find out tomorrow. Oh, sweet. All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much. Thanks for the donations today. Always awesome. Uh, Dallin Pepper, thanks for coming on. Joe Pepper, thanks for coming on. Uh, Ryan Jevning, nope, you didn't do anything this show. And I track that. Thank you. And Matt Souza, call Laura Horvath.